0: Side Action Podcast, the sports gambling show that covers everything in the world of sports betting from A through Z. We'll cover the four major sports, as well as anything and everything in between worth some action and will increase the size of your bankroll. And here we go.
1: Welcome to the Side Action Season 5, Episode 1. My name is Jim War, aka Weggs. You can follow me at Pool on Twitter and on Instagram.
0: And I'm Steve Roberts, a.k.a. Action. You can follow me on Twitter at 31SRoberts. Follow
1: us on Twitter. Uh, I think on Instagram, too. It's SideActionPod.
0: Uh, that's
1: uh, Cooper's job. We've got to get him on it. My, my nephew, he's doing a great job for us. So yeah. welcome back, Action. I mean, you had a huge summer. You're going to start off. I mean, this married <laughs> man
0: now. Married man. Congratulations. That's right. Yeah. Uh, three weeks, Friday. So it's still fresh in our lives, but we got married back in August out uh, in Window Rock, Arizona, on the res and took a little two week vacation and did lots of sightseeing in the west. I think we went to several parks and hiked all over Arizona and Utah. So we got our uh, mountain fix in for the summer.
1: That's awesome. You look great. I mean, marriage is treating you well. You're looking amazing, <laughs> You're fit, and relaxed, and happy. Thank so, you. Thanks, Thank Melissa, you. For- for pulling this guy out of the gutter and cleaning him up for the podcast. For
0: Likewise. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I didn't have to take time away from my family and team to get face surgery. Like, I think the rumors <laughs> are if Tom Brady was away, getting a little lift for the season. So
1: It <laughs> exactly. <Almost> looks like this.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see those rumors?
1: I have. Uh, I, I mean – I thought it was an appendix. Apparently, it was a face. Uh, what are you gonna say? Um, yeah, I, mean, I thought he
0: has a pretty good
1: face anyway. What was well, the problem?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's some rocky uh, marriage things going on with Giselle. He's got to make sure that he looks good to maintain his status in the marriage with his supermodel wife. Not sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, well, for me, obviously, a big summer as always. You can, first of all, we got the side action background. You can oh, see yeah. right here side action shirt. I'm really promoting today. Um, I did have some people ask for shirts. I probably have to, if I was smart, I would probably ask Cooper to get some shirts by Friday, but you know, I, I wasn't on that. Sorry, action. Um, but, but generally speaking, it's been, a uh, another incredible summer, you know, summer weggs, um, maybe not as much volleyball. I played a lot of volleyball for sure. Uh, uh-huh. but it's more dating this year, you know, COVID's lifted for the most part. So, Seems a little more activity on the apps, a little, little less weirdness in terms of setting up dates and igloos and bubbles and stuff like that. So I being in the city and, and doing my thing. Um, you know, as you guys know, most people know my daughter was at an internship all summer in California. So it was like the first summer without her around. So that just meant... You know, I'm a yes man. I'm everywhere. There will be a post on a dating blog at some point, Confessions of a Yes Man, because <laughs> I do everything at any time. It gets a little bit much action. Uh, admittedly, last week I was going from place to place all weekend. Uh, ended up doing it all, You know, from Fantasy Draft at Fox Lake to announcing the finals in the volleyball tournament to... Wow. Matt, as you know, you know, here's another news flash of you know, four Matt's part owner now. He jumped nice. in with Rob, part owner, so wow, they're cool. the official part of the podcast. Um, so I went to his birthday, it was Saturday night, and then the next morning I was up pretty early to go to uh, my cousin ran the triathlon, Chicago Triathlon, and hang out with her afterwards. It's just, every weekend is just amazing. This weekend's AVP in Chicago, uh, the, the big professional volleyball tournament. I was down there all afternoon Friday and all day yesterday. In fact, I got up at 5 a.m. to play. I played at 6 a.m. till about 9.30, and then I was watching the pros from about 9.30 to 5-ish by wow. 30 yesterday. Long day. Did get by 8.30. Yeah, I, I couldn't make the party, dude. I, I'm sorry, whoever had the party yesterday. They had like a post-game party the volleyball crew, and I was like, man, I've been up for 15 hours. I need some sleep. Uh, I just got some. Ate some food, took a shower and zonked out. So I do have my limits action, believe it or not.
0: Oh, I bet. Yeah. I mean, when you're always on the go like that, you have to find time to rest too. So
1: Exactly. Exactly. So um, but anyway, we'll talk more about this at the end of the episode. We obviously are going to Vegas on Thursday already. We're painting on Sunday. This is uh one more week of without you know, NFL football. This is the fourth of September. We'll be in at Stadium Swim next Sunday. Action, like mm-hmm. probably at this time, right? Watching games. I mean, we'll Definitely. be almost watching games here.
0: Yeah, 15 minutes from now, it'll be kickoff next week. It's exciting. Awesome.
1: We'll talk about the contest at the end, but we are entering the circa million again, and this time we're gonna win. Everybody knows that. Uh, so, just beware out there, all <laughs> you entries. But. This episode is specifically on the NFL season preview. We will talk about the week one preview next week from Vegas, probably Friday that we talked about it. So we'll, we'll give you your information on your actual picks for next week uh, on Friday and Saturday. But now we're talking about the big picture, futures, win totals, how we kind of feel about the NFL uh, jumping in. And so just format-wise, action the way I kind of pitched it is like each team will go over their win total, Super Bowl odds, AFC odds, or NFC odds, and then the division odds, and then little tidbits about each team. I know you want to talk about the Jets all the time, but whatever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So what do you think about that?
0: I think the setup is great. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of movement in the NFL this year between new coaches and coordinators everywhere, a few quarterback shuffles, one quarterback that's suspended. So there's a lot of turmoil preseason here.
1: Yeah, it's an amazing year. Uh, I don't think there's a clear cut. I mean, there's there are favorites, but it's kind of not a. And it basically never really guarantees when Tom Brady left New England, but it's definitely going to be an interesting year, especially in the AFC, is just wide open. And we're going to start with the AFC. Look at that, the segue I've been I've been off for a few months here, action, but I got the segways down. <laughs> like oh, yeah. riding a bike. <laughs> exactly. um AFC. Let's start. You know, start out East. AFC East and. Buffalo Bills. This is this is kind of everybody's darling this year. Uh, They're projected to have, you know, again this is a 17-week season now or 18 weeks, but 17 games for each team. 11 and a half uh, win is the win total there, which is pretty high total. They are the Super Bowl you know favorites at plus 600. Also the AFC favorites at plus 350. I know might be plus 400 on some of your lists. And then they're pretty heavy favorites in the AFC East at minus 235. I am on the bandwagon here, action. I, I know that everybody is, so it's not like it's news. But I did think they were the best team last year. This couldn't get over the hump in Kansas City.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Love this roster. Do love Josh Allen. You, you've noted he's hundred to win the MVP. What's the stumbling blocks here? I mean, do do you see any? What's what's the issues with Buffalo? There's got to be some warts, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I, I think defensively is going to be the question mark. I was just saying, Josh Allen and mm-hmm. the company. And their offense is going to be really good again this year. But I think defensively is where they need to step up a little bit if they're going to really come through the AFC and make it to the Super Bowl this year.
1: Mm-hmm. It's correct. And their secondary did get, uh, you know, blown that game. But also, you know, their top corner is going to a little bit, but he'll come back. And obviously they're in a, the AFC, which is a shootout. But in their division, they don't have the high flyers, sure. right? I mean, it's, it's kind of like outside the division. So... I think they'll win this division. I don't know how to get into yeah. that. We'll see. Oh,
0: I mean, they're, what, like minus 235 to win the division? I think that's definitely within the, the Jets or the Patriots really challenging them at all. Right. Miami is going to be decent. I know we'll get to them, but uh, I think that Buffalo is surely going to win the division. Yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, well, I'm jumping to Miami first because of the odds. Um, I have feelings about that. But they, they're, they're slated at eight and a half wins. Uh, Super Bowl plus 4,000, more long shots, ASC plus 2,000, and then the division plus 425, so slightly better odds than New England. I don't know. You know, I think they're going to be good. They've been good. They were good under mm-hmm. Flores, right? But they've got a totally new coaching staff that is pretty new. I I don't buy into Tua. Uh, I do think Hill is good. But 8.5 win seems right about right. I don't see this team. I actually I, I will do another pass of the records. I've got to still launch the NFC West preview from the blog, but mm-hmm. I've got Miami out of the playoffs. I think they're mm-hmm. this is what they've been for the last three years, right, or two years plus now. What are your take on, on Miami? Take?
0: Well, I mean, it's going to be fascinating to see what the offense looks like under new coach Mike McDonald. Yeah, it sounds something like that. McDaniel. I think <laughs> anyway,
1: it's McDaniel, actually. McDaniel, thank
0: you. Yeah, he's the offensive coordinator came over from San Francisco and I think it's understood that he's going to bring along a lot of those same offensive principles that the Niners have been running with the heavy, ba- you know, run oriented offense and then you also add Tyreek Hill into the fold on the outside and right. you have to think that Tua is going to take a step up with a little bit more offensive firepower and a coach that's focused on that side of the ball.
1: Right. And I don't know. I think they didn't do a lot on the defensive side, which probably is a mistake because I think they were two years ago. They were excellent, and I think Flores was a really mm-hmm. defensive coach. Last right. year they were okay, um, but they're kind of touting that they're going to be scoring more points on offense because of Tyree Hill, but I, and they do do new running backs. But I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll definitely be fading this team. Not necessarily the eight and a half. That's a good number. I think I have eight or nine mm-hmm. wins, but um, yeah. So.
0: Yeah, you're actually seeing a little bit of juice to the over on that number. I, I think it's closer to like 8.8. Mm-hmm. When you do the, the math, there's some nines out there and definitely some 8.5 juiced heavy to the over. So definitely a team that's going to be battling for a playoff spot.
1: Yeah, they're right in the mix. Another team that's in that same vein is New England. Uh, again, 8.5 wins at Super Bowl plus 5,000, AFC plus 2,500, and the division plus 500. You know, your guy Mac Jones, I know you, he's your guy. But I do trust New England more, mainly because of the coach. Obviously, Belichick's the greatest. And I think Matt Jones, you know, I was against him last year. I know you you were, you know, beating me up every week on this podcast about how good he's going to be. And he was good. He was solid. I think he's going to be better. Uh, they don't have the same roster as Buffalo um, and really not even as, as Miami. I don't, their receivers aren't that great. But I trust that he's going to spread the ball around and not make mistakes. And that defense is going to be really good.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm opposing you on that. I think New England's going to take a step back this season, okay. and I expect Miami will notch above them in the division here in the East. And I think it's uh, it's not necessarily Max because I agree, I think he'll look better, but it's his weapons yeah. on the outside. I mean, they have no uh, wide receivers to speak of mm. that, are, that really make you scared as an opposing defense. And then uh, in the backfield, I don't really know what to expect out of the running back core either. Yeah, I mean,
1: and and that's the thing. It's like back to the no-name teams they had when Brady was young, right? It's going to be a defensive team, which got blew out against Buffalo in the playoffs, right? But I expect that same. They're going to win a lot of games just because of that. And I hear what you're saying. I just when push comes to shove, if you you know if it's to me, it's more of a coin flip just because of the coaching, and we'll see. Maybe maybe I'll be get some value with New England early in the season. Then I don't know. That's fair. Uh, Jets, of course. Hey, the Jets, J E T S, Jets, 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 Jets. Five and a half for the wins. Super Bowl. What's you know ten thousand? They're out of there. AFC plus forty five hundred. AFC plus two thousand. I don't think they're any good again. um I know you like the over the five and a half. I think I'm right about there. I might be really just low on them in my totals, but I'm always against the Jets. But why do you like over? You think it's just a uh, defense a little better? You've got your guy, Zach. Wilson, who's, I mean, he hasn't lit it up in camp, so what's, this, what's the story?
0: No, it definitely is not Zach Wilson, <laughs> that's for sure. I, I just feel like uh, they have the rookie running back, Brees Hall, who, of mm-hmm. course, is probably the top running back in all of the the rookie fantasy drafts, yep. um, and, I, you know, I think the defense is going to be a, a little bit improved as well, but ultimately, it just came down to their division opponents. Namely, New England taking a step back. I think that they're going to have a better chance in those games this season. And really, I just see that uh, there's going to be some improvement on the, on the defensive side of the ball. Right. So I like them at least six games this year.
1: Yeah, I mean that's out of a, out of 17 games. That's not too bad. I, mm-hmm. I when I was and I'm going to do another pass at the records probably Monday, Tuesday right before the season because you know all the news is in, all the camp's done. I can kind of make a pass, but sure. I think that number's right, right there. You know, you're right. Maybe they get six. You know, I don't see them getting seven. But
0: yeah, yeah. Again, another one that's a little bit heavier juice on the overside, So it looks like okay. um, it, it's trending closer to six than five.
1: Right. So get it now at the five and a half. But they don't. Well, they well they wouldn't post a six. They would usually do a cook, right?
0: if you shop around, I mean, you can find different. You know, it's. It's really wild to see what the differing numbers are on some of these season win totals. There's a a site that I use that I stumbled across last year. It's called thelines.com, and they have a prop finder tool. And you can use that just to plug in any players or team props. So if you're searching for these season win totals and you have different outs, go in there, plug in the Jets, and it'll give you the number at four or five different U.S. legalized books. And so you you can find some very wide-ranging numbers.
1: Okay, well, there you go. I know we don't typically do futures for win totals. Um, I might put in small ones at Rivers or something, but I might put a Super Bowl future this time. I I mean, I didn't see Art on Saturday. He was telling me he he might mail me a check in the mail, uh, (laughs) or hopefully it gets here by by Wednesday because I'm leaving Thursday, Art. Um, Are we still in
0: 2002? (laughs) He can't send you electronic payment.
1: Well, a little story about art. It's hard to go on aside everybody, but art is kind of one of our guys, you know, primetime, art primetime Murphy. Um, <laughs> funny story about the softball season, which I forgot, to, I buried the league. We were the champs. We finally oh, won. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Champions.
1: Heavy favorites. We've been heavy favorites for years, and we, we finally made it. And uh, this, the free swingers are champions. But um, during the season, when we went to the bar, you know, everybody nowadays, you know, somebody puts it on a card, and everybody. Venmo's or Zells or whatever they do to get the money to somebody else. You know, Art says that he can write a check and, and we were obviously busting his chaps, you know, he's in 2002, whatever. I don't think I've written a check since 2002 probably. And, um, he, <laughs> so we were giving him a hard time about it. He's like, okay, I'll set it up. I'll set it up. And he, I'll set up Zemo. At least. <laughs> 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 Which is we were like this is great a new cat a new app you could transfer money Zemo, Zemo. you know the combination of Zelle and Venmo he set it up he set it up all right he took he got the money from you know our we'll talk about the trip later but Schwa is going to Vegas and he was able to Zelle prime time the money for the VIP chair wow okay it, it works he's in the he's in the 2010 category now. Um, I'll but, say. Uh, sorry sorry to go on the tangent there guys but those are for <laughs> our loyal listeners uh, okay so AFC North now uh, this is you know traditionally a very competitive division it's a little different this year which we'll talk about uh, we'll start at the top of the win totals the Ravens 10 and a half projected Super Bowl 8 plus 1800 AFC plus 900 and the AFC North plus 130 that's the numbers I pulled probably a week ago mm-hmm. um, I do like Baltimore I mean they. They were the number one seed at one time before they lost like six straight at the end of the year or whatever, five, four straight. So they've got the healthy guys back. They haven't necessarily augmented the team incredibly in the draft, but it's almost like getting a new infusion of talent because everybody's coming back. Right. So I do like them for the division. Um, it's interesting. We'll talk about the Bengals in a minute. Their Super Bowl prospects are less than the Bengals in terms of the odds, which is kind of interesting. Both AFC, too. What are your take? What's your take on Baltimore?
0: Well, I mean, I, you nailed it. The last season, you know, I think they were eight and three or, or better mm-hmm. before the wheels completely fell off when Lamar Jackson got hurt, and that was just the, you know, the last in the litany of injuries that they experienced last season. So, from that point alone, I think you have an expectation they're going to be way better this year. And they were 28th in defensive DVOA, which I think is way lower than their watermark. So, I, I think their defense is going to be awesome this season. And Lamar is going to be playing for a contract. He apparently is representing himself, which I don't understand, but uh, he's going to be playing his ass off this year for that contract. And I think the Ravens are going to be really good.
1: Good, good. Me too. I hope so. Um, so that's one that I may throw some money on either the Super Bowl or the AFC just because, you know, it's a little bit bigger number. But they, you know, Lamar's got to show in the playoffs for me. He's, he's been yeah. a good regular season. It's no just the playoffs and what they can do when they kind of change the, the game on them. So if then the they could
0: uh, take their preseason prowess into the postseason, then they would be the greatest team of all time.
1: Did they finally lose a preseason game
0: this year? No. No, oh. undefeated again,
1: 3-0. These guys yeah. are the best preseason team ever. Uh, so the Bengals are the next team. Uh, obviously the Super Bowl run about 9.5 wins here. Super Bowl plus 1,600, plus 850 on the uh, AFC 170 in the AFC North. Look, this team was a couple plays away from being the Super Bowl winner, Mm -hmm. kind of out of nowhere. I mean, I think their Super Bowl win total a year ago was, I mean, their win total a year ago was like five and a half, six and a half. Yeah. So they blasted that. Joe Burrows, not the only reason, but certainly he played great. I don't even think Zach Taylor's that great of a coach, to be honest with you, but their defense played well. I think they make the playoffs. I do expect a little bit of a hangover because all second Super Bowl losers have a hangover, but they're on the rise, right? I mean, the Bengals are doing it, but are we overvaluing them? Did they kind of have a soft schedule last year? They're going to play a tougher schedule this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's definitely going to be a hurdle for them, not to mention they are going to have a target on their back as the AFC champs last year coming in, and they'll have that Super Bowl hangover to start the year. I do think that this team is going to take a little bit of a step back this year just because they played that harder schedule like you've talked about.
1: Right. The only benefit is these other two teams. The Browns, and I don't know if this is the same win total, is it still 8.5? Yeah. um,
0: Let's see. I I pulled data down on uh, the 30th, and I've shown 8.2. So you can find 8.5 somewhere, probably some 8s that are available in the market as well.
1: So right around the 8, 8.5, their Super Bowl, man, they, this plummeted. Their Super Bowl futures were much, much lower before. They're plus 4,500 now, AFC plus 2,000, and the AFC North plus 425. And we don't want to take, talk all about the whole Watson endeavor, but you know, this was a huge risk that Cleveland took on you know, acquiring Watson, paying him a huge guaranteed signing bonus. He blew out this, the, the quarterback market, and then – he initially got the six-game suspension. Now it's up to 11 games. He has to pay the $5 million fine and lost, you know, obviously, lots of credibility maybe with whoever. Um, but I thought when it was six games, they had a chance to maybe still make the playoffs, but not with the 11 game. I think he only plays – he's going to play in like week 13 because of their buy or yeah. something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you've got Jacoby Brissett, and they probably are the worst <laughs> to me. I don't know why they didn't try to trade for him, but I thought they could have benefited from Garoppolo. Uh, but he ended up re-signing, obviously, with San Francisco. Maybe he could still be traded, but I would say under eight and a half for me. I, I don't—that's not good. Um, I don't even know what their other quarterback is in the roster.
0: Yeah, good point. I'm not sure who the third QB is. Uh, Case Keenum, maybe, or, or did he move on? Keenum's in Buffalo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I don't. I don't think Brissett's going to be very good and they're just going to have to try to find ways to win games on the ground while they wait for Watson to get back onto the field. And I mean, I do expect that their defense is going to be good again this year. They uh, ended 11th last season in defensive DVOA and a lot of those same guys returned and, and really outside of the quarterback position, I think that they have one of the stronger rosters in the league. It's just a matter of whether right. or not Brissett can actually carry them to victories.
1: Yeah, they picked up Amari Cooper. I mean, he's solid. I mean, they've got great running backs. We know that, but we'll see. I think they're gonna do better outside the division than inside. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna beat the Ravens and the Bengals unless, you know, maybe they do. You know, you know, fluky. Um, so okay. And then the Steelers. You know, is An interesting year for the Steelers. Mike Tomlin. He has never gone under 500 in his career. Uh, seven and a half is a win total, which would project to be under or at. Well, actually under either way, right? Yeah. It's nine and eight. So. Obviously, Super Bowl, long shot for these guys, but for the division, plus 800. So I actually think they should start Kenny Pickett. I I didn't watch all the free season. They're going to start Mitchell Mm -hmm. Trubisky, who's there. And I guess it was a kind of open competition, but they kind of gave the edge to Mitch. Kenny looked pretty good. He played at Pitt. He was the rookie. In fact, I don't think there's any rookie starting quarterbacks week one in the whole league, right?
0: I think that's right. Yep.
1: First time in a while. But um, I'm I'm under on the Steelers. The Steelers have a great defense. We know that. But this de- this offense is bad. I I don't I, I don't know. Uh, seven and a half seems bold. I think that's more a, a tip of the cap to Tomlin. Um, I think it, um, I think they're definitely he's going to break his streak for sure. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if uh, I think it's going to be worse.
0: I I think I'm opposing you on this one. I like the Steelers mm-hmm. to do good things this year, namely because yeah. of the defense. They finished yeah. 14th last year in D.A., But I think that it's going to be better this year on that side of the ball. And I also think that Mike Tomlin, you know, we've ragged on him so many times on this podcast, but he has really proven himself the last several years in his ability to coach this football team and also learning some of the nuances in terms of decision-making towards the end, which is remarkable. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I agree that I think Mitch is the wrong move under center. But I don't think it's going to last for very long. I expect that Tomlin will come to his senses, and we'll see Kenny Pickett pretty soon. Okay,
1: so you would like over this win total? I
0: think so. Yeah, yeah. I think eight and a half uh-huh. is a number that they can eclipse.
1: Okay, what's the juice? Is it even juiced on this one?
0: Um, the Steelers. Let me reload here. Uh, seven point four. Actually, I looked up the other day. So looks like you can actually find a lower number if you shop around. Look, mm-hmm. find some seven and a halfs out there even.
1: Yeah, well, my cousin Tommy loves, and that whole family loves the Steelers. I I just, well, we'll see. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe with Tomlin being the pure coach, motivation, gets his guys going. When he had the stars there and he had the most amazing teams ever, he couldn't get over the hump in big games. But I just, I don't know. AFC is tough. That, that's my thing. Yeah. AFC's is tough.
0: That, so, well, wow, that's true. I mean, it's so loaded that a lot of these teams in the lower end could actually have better seasons, but not really have much to show for it in the wind department.
1: Right. Right. Okay. All right. So AFC South now. We'll go to your darling team. You're you're in the land of the Colts right now. The Colts nine and a half point, a nine and a half win total, uh, plus twenty two hundred for the Super Bowl, plus twelve hundred for the AFC, minus one forty for the division. Look, they went out, they got rid of Carson Wentz. That was a good move. Matt Ryan's solid. He's not going to light up the scoreboard, but he's almost like a younger version of uh, Phillip Rivers, I suppose, in that move. So I like that. Their defense, assuming it stays healthy, is good. This team would probably be in the Super Bowl in the NFC to me. (laughs) The problem is they're in the AFC. So I do like them for the playoffs and to win this division. Do you like them to win the AFC or the Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, I, I do. I took a flyer on the Colts uh, like early in the offseason before the quarterback moves to win the Super Bowl just because I had the same expectation last year that they would get a new quarterback. And, uh, of course, then the Wentz trade happened and they picked up Matt Ryan. And I do think that's going to be an improvement in that position for the Colts. And just adding him in there to the loaded offensive line and Jonathan Taylor, I think that their offense has a chance to be really good this year. And, um, so if Pittman's on the outside. Uh, yeah. Who
1: do you like as a second receiver in this bunch or tight end? And, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be Allie, Mo Allie Cox catching the mm-hmm. balls at tight end still. But um, I've, I'm reading that Alec Pierce, the rookie, is likely going to be the wide receiver number two on the other side. And, okay. um, you know, Paris Campbell is always a threat deep. If he can stay healthy, I think that's another option for Matt Ryan.
1: Okay, and that's my biggest concern is maybe in those shootout games they struggle. But mm-hmm. we know Taylor, if, if they keep control of the games when Taylor is still actively involved in the game, and, I mean, I love that guy as long as yeah. he stays healthy, right? So.
0: And their defense was really good last year, too. I mean, uh, buoyed by a lot of turnovers, most from mm-hmm. uh, Shaq Leonard. You know, Darius changed his name to Shaq this season. Oh, did he? So middle linebacker Shaq Leonard uh, is Why good. did he change his name to Shaq? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's okay. maniac. <laughs> um, of course. You know, got a shack-
1: maniac. He's together.
0: proficient at punching out those balls, but I don't think you can have <laughs> the expectation that they're going to have the same turnover numbers that they did last year. So they'll have to make sure that they overcome that deficit a little bit. Right. right.
1: All right. A bit of a two-horse race again here. The Titans uh, also over to nine and a half wins. Longer Super Bowl odds, though, plus 4,000, plus 2,000 for the AFC, plus 185 for the division, Look, we both love Mike Brable. I think he's probably top three coach in the league, really. I just, how much can he defy it? Last year, you know, they were like the number one seed for so long. <laughs> and they finished at the number one seed despite, like, it's kind of smoke and mirrors without Henry. Hen- Derrick Henry's coming back, but has he kind of already hit his peak with, you know, injuries and so forth? Um, I don't know. I think that the Titans could make the playoffs, but I think that I'm against them. So you we're on the same page in this. Yeah,
0: I too like the Titans, and I bet them under 9.5, minus 140, because I, I'm predicting that this is going to be the Derrick Henry drop-off year. Whether it's mm-hmm. an injury or otherwise, I don't expect that he's going to have the same cachet that he has throughout his career. And, uh, and for that reason, I think that their offense is going to struggle a little bit. Even though the backup, Hilliard, was pretty good last season in his stead, um, I, I think Tannehill is not the answer at quarterback. And I also expect that mm-hmm. their defense is going to take a little bit of a step back from where they were last season.
1: Yeah. And they're just in that mix between Miami and there's so many teams, right? Miami, New England, the Titans, and there's going to be teams in the, a- and the AFC West that are, it's going to be a them. knockdown <laughs> to get those spots, Yeah. you know, so you've got three wild cards on the line. And I just see, I see that the Bengals or Ravens have one of them. So it's like, who else you know is going to be in there? It's a great teams in the AFC this year. So I'm curious
0: if you shop around, if you could find a pretty good number for them to miss the playoffs. I know some books offer those prop bets too. If they're plus plus money to miss the playoffs, that might be a good bet. Hmm.
1: Sure. Sure. Um. Okay. So now the two lower, lower teams, the Jags. You know, six and a half point or six and a half win total. Uh, Forget about the odds for Super Bowl. Yeah, AFC South would be 11 plus 600. I still think they, I think they stink. I, I, I don't know. Six and a half seems like a big number. I know Doug Peterson is a professional coach. He's got, obviously got to be better than the whole Urban Meyer disaster last year. It's close. The win total is close. I still think it would be under. He probably will be the guy who gets over. They get to seven wins. Or seven times a huge victory for the Jags. But, you know, I don't know. Is the roster that much better? They got a good quarterback, they got a good running back, but you know, they've lost a lot of stuff here and there. Any thoughts on the Jags?
0: I think they're going to be a little bit better than they were last. Well, <laughs> it's not hard to eclipse what they were not last year. Much. But I, I really do think that Doug Peterson is going to be really good for the development of Trevor Lawrence, and uh, yeah. I, I expect that Lawrence is going to be a lot better this year than he was last year. I did make a wager on this futures market uh, that I heard from a a podcast to bet Trevor Lawrence under interceptions. I think it was 14 and a half, Mm. season-long interceptions. So I took that as kind of a way to bet on the Jaguars but not try to mess with the season win total or any of these other futures odds.
1: Well, and the key is how many times they play in London. Yeah, right? Yeah. Maybe that's boosting their, their win total. So if they play there twice, they'll win yeah. twice.
0: And know? they have the Texans on their schedule twice, too. That's always going to help.
1: Good segue action. You've been practicing the offseason. Oh, look at the Colts mug. I missed that. Nice job. Uh, Texans, four and a half wins. <laughs> Way Super Bowl odds. Like, almost the worst on the board, plus 30,000. Um, AFC South, plus 3,300. I, I actually like them better than the market. I You know... Maybe it's a soft spot for Lovey Smith, but he made their team play decent last year on defense, right? He, he maybe picked up some things from the modern NFL. They have nobody on this roster; it's not good. But the running back seems good. The rookie uh, was playing pretty good. You've got Davis Mills has been okay. I think I think four and a half wins is kind of low. I think that they're really. I mean, this isn't a team I'm going to bet on. I bet you week over week we can get some underdog picks with the Texans. They're going to surprise some teams, not necessarily beat them, but at least play competitively.
0: I agree. I think you're going to find some value on them at some pretty big numbers this year, although I don't expect you're going to see the two touchdown spreads like you did last year. You know, I've already looked ahead at some of the numbers throughout the season and at the most you can catch like seven or eight most weeks with the Texans but I do think that uh, Davis Mills is going to be good again this year and uh, is going to keep them in a lot of games. And also the rookie running back has been turning heads, I've read.
1: Yeah, he's been good. He, he went high in our draft, actually. Really? So everybody's pumping him up. Um, okay, the last division, the best division of football, right? AFC West, at least on paper, it seems to be. You've got three teams <laughs> at 10.5 wins uh, for their totals, which is wild. The Chiefs. Their Super Bowl odds are plus 1,000, and the best in the AFC at plus 6. No, I guess it's about even with Buffalo. It depends on where you look at it, but plus 600 for the AFC. And then the AFC West, they are the favorite, plus 180. So this is the thing. Uh, Kansas City, I love, I love Patrick Mahomes. I've been on you know, record many times. Andy Reid's great. But I just feel like this, I'm not saying they're going to miss the playoffs. But the reign of them running the table in the ASC West I think is over. I mean they may not they may win it, but it's gonna be a dogfight to the end and I actually have them at least the last projection, I'll have to do the records again, I have them missing out on the division. I got I got the Chargers winning the division, but it's really close. These teams are all really good.
0: Yeah. You gotta figure that out of the four teams, they might have the worst defense too, which mm-hmm. is certainly not gonna help them considering the offenses that they have to play in um Denver the Chargers and the Raiders. Um, so I agree. I think it's going to be really hard for them to come out victorious in this division again this season. And uh, losing Tyreek Hill will certainly impact them offensively. Yeah, and they really didn't replace him. Yeah.
1: You got MVS, like uh, Marquez Valdez, Stanley Scanling. You got Juju Schuster, Smith Schuster, who I thought was done already. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sky Moore, the rookie, might help. But I mean, it's going to be the Travis Kelsey show, which you got to figure is going to be double. Yeah. And in- And they don't necessarily have to do that two safety look, high safety look anymore. We'll see. We'll see what happens. They got to run the ball more, you know? And so I don't know if they can. Uh, We'll see what happens. But yeah, they're certainly the class of the AFC in the division, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Chargers, the next team I've got here. Super Bowl odds are pretty good plus 1,100. AFC plus 650 or 700, depends on where you see it. ASC West plus plus two twenty five. This is one I might take actually. Yeah. Uh, I do like the Chargers. Again, we I love the Chargers every year since I was a kid. <clears throat> and and here they are. Again. Are they gonna fail me again? Probably. Uh will the coach keep going for fourth down in his own territory every time? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But it's Herbert, man. Third year for Herbert. He played great last year. I think this is the year he takes another step. And I think the defense will be better. Uh they got Cleo Mack, although he's, you know, whatever, but I think that they, they just need to play a little bit better. They should have been in the playoffs last year. They kind of were at the, you know, it's a playing game, essentially, and uh, he's just so fun to watch. Herbert's the guy to
0: watch. Yeah, and I think um, uh, the running back is going to be good again this year, as always, um, but I, I do agree that the Chargers defense actually didn't play very well last season, but I expect that they're going to be much improved this year. Right, right. And you have to um, figure that some of those fourth-down conversions are going to turn the other way because they failed on a lot of them last year. So the odds are in their did. favor.
1: <laughs> May the odds always be in your favor, Action. Okay. So let's go to the Broncos, who have a 10-and-a-half win uh, projection. I, you know, plus, two, two, plus two, uh, 2,200 for the Super Bowl, plus 1,800 for the AFC, and then plus 265 for the AFC West. Obviously, Russell Wilson is a huge upgrade. I'm not questioning that. Um, But they have a whole new coaching staff. And, I mean, maybe it was over for Vic Vic Fangio. I guess maybe they kept the defensive bones of the the defensive coordinators. But new offensive system. They did lose just a tight end weapon, a couple weapons, but they kept the two wide receivers there. But I'm not buying it. I don't know why. It's not that I don't like Russell. I think he's great. You know, I love Cr. I've mentioned it many times on the podcast, you know, in another life. But – I'm telling you, I'm going under this 10 and a half. I think it's too tough of a division, too tough of a conference, and Russell doesn't run as much. Yeah. He's got a great running back, Tronte Williams. I love him. That defense is good, but I just feel like they're not going to gel as quickly as we might.
0: Yeah. I, I make no opinions on this, but I've read that Russell Wilson is looking a little pudgier than normal. And so perhaps and now's the time for you to strike on Sierra, but... Also, secondarily, I think you're right. He's going to run less because of that. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a different offense for Russell Wilson this year because Mm -hmm. he doesn't have that ability to pick up first downs when he needs to. And so I'm interested to see how this all shakes out. I'm with you, though. I'm staying away from this team uh, until I see them play a few times.
1: Right. I mean, I think they're not a bet against team necessarily against the board, across the board. But if there's some tighter spreads, I mean, I I may definitely go – Go with the other side more often than not. Uh, last team's the Raiders. You know, this is you know, obviously our proxy's favorite team. He's wearing a he's painted his face silver and black for the whole summer. Uh, it was weird action at the lake. But the win total is eight and a half. Uh, Super Bowl plus thirty three hundred, plus eighteen hundred for the AFC, and plus five hundred for the division. Kind of interesting that their odds aren't as good as the other teams when they made the playoffs last year. Yeah. So. A little disrespect. I did think the interim coach was really good, but that was they bring in Josh McDaniels. Let's see if he can get it done. They've got, you know, Devontae Adams. Seemingly, the defense has gotten better. I'm a little bit confused. Mm-hmm. Um, I've still got them right on that edge out of the playoffs, but I do like over eight and a half. I think they're going to win nine or ten games.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, you know their schedule is going to be middle of the pack where they finished mm-hmm. in the division last year. And I do think the defense is going to be improved as well. And uh, obviously, I mean, Derek Carr was awesome last year, and I expect that he's going to maintain that level, if not improve it, with his buddy Devontae Adams now on the outside. They're going to be really fun to watch. There's no doubt about that.
1: I mean, according to our proxy, that's America's quarterback, (laughs) Derek Carr. (laughs) That's right. Uh, The only problem is he is probably technically the worst quarterback in this division, but he'd be a good quarterback on most teams, you know, so... So for you, you're not taking a stance on the division, but do you feel like I mean, this is a see what happens as the course as the course over the course of the season. Yeah, I
0: mean, I'm with you. If if you made gun to head, I would uh, definitely lean to the Chargers in this division. But I don't think I'm going to be betting any of the futures here. I'm just going to be excited to sit back and watch it.
1: Gotcha. So for you, I mean, I've already said where I feel about the Bills, I and mean, do you have any other takes on the on the conference? On the
0: conference as a whole. Um, Not really. I I don't have any futures outside of the, I have a Ravens division ticket, but I I don't think I'm going to be placing futures on them given their postseason history lately. And uh, beyond that, I mean, I like the Colts, but I think the odds are too short. And, And really out here in the West, I don't know that any of them are worth picking either. So I'm probably going to stay away on the AFC market.
1: Okay. Gotcha. No problem. All right, let's get the NFC. You know, it's the lesser of the two, but certainly you had the, you got the Super Bowl winner in this one, so they did something right. Let's start out East NFC East. The Cowboys always up there, ten and a half wins. Super Bowl plus twenty two hundred, NFC plus one thousand. They're even even favorites with the Eagles at plus one forty five. The last time I checked, now that's mainly driven by Tyron Smith's <clears throat> injury, who's going to be out until week eleven. Uh, Because when he was healthy, they were the favorite, not by a lot, but they were still the favorite in the division. We don't trust Mike McCarthy. We've been on record many times, so I think they will make the playoffs, like they do. But I I like the Eagles for this division, so I actually bet the Cowboys under the ten and a half. So you were definitely you're you're in the same thought process. Yeah,
0: and that was. Just based on Tyron Smith's injury, really, well, yeah. just after I read that report, I immediately went in and bet them under because without him, their offense is going to take a huge step back. I mean, not only in the pass protection game, but he's also a really good run blocker. And uh, coupled with that, I think that Zeke Elliott is going to take a drop off this season as well, similar to Derrick Henry. And so for all those reasons, I think the Cowboys just aren't going to be as good as the Eagles. Um, their defense is going to be really good, though, again, and I will expect yeah. that. But offensively, I think they're going to take a drop-off.
1: Yeah, I agree. And it's, like, baffling. I think the, maybe McCarthy's just keeping the seat warm for Sean Payton for next year, and then they actually could be a Super Bowl contender. Yep. But until McCarthy shows us that he can coach in big games, it just you can't ride with them. And they always seem to have a, a lull. Every other year, they kind of lull out. That's kind of what the Cowboys do. Let's get to the Eagles. This is America's Darling now. Uh, Nine and a half wins. Super Bowl plus 2,000. NFC plus 900. NFC still East plus 145. I am in on the Eagles now because my company's there. They sing the Eagles fight song at every retreat. Um, But I like over nine and a half. I'm I'm a little curious why that number hasn't popped up a little bit to even the Cowboys. Maybe they have a tough schedule. We do know that Jalen Hurts has to play better. He was not very good in the playoffs but he was good pre-playoffs so is this a team you could get on board with for the NFC at the plus 900
0: yeah perhaps I mean um it's definitely a good number for them and and a team that's really good but I think the reason you know to answer your question the reason that these numbers haven't moved is because of the quarterback Um, he's a great player but he's still unproven on any sort of significant game level and uh, he's really going to have to prove himself and prove himself that he can actually throw the ball down the field. They picked up A.J. Brown, which should help. But yeah. uh, whether or not Hertz can actually get him the ball with accurate throws <laughs> is a question that has to be answered.
1: No, Agreed. I kind of expect like four bubble screams a, day, a, a game to A.J. Yeah. Brown, see what he can do for the catch. It's going to be like Debo Samuels, you know, NFC East style. But um, no, I hear you. I hear you. All right. What about these other two teams? The Commanders—they have a team—they have a team name now. Actually, in Washington is the Commanders. Just in case you didn't <laughs> see that. Uh, seven and a half wins, pretty big super, long Super Bowl odds in NFC divisions plus 500. They get Carson Wentz. I think it's his last stop uh, in the NFL unless he puts it together here. So, you know, they we love that D line, but they just failed this last year. Chisholm got hurt. He didn't play well when he was in there. I don't know. I don't like the Kameis at all. Seven and a half seems heavy. Um, I, I like under the seven and a half. I'm not going to bet it necessarily, but I, I don't love the team. They did fail us a lot last year. They did let down.
0: Yeah, the defense really, really underperformed last season, and I don't really have much expectation that they're going to be able to turn it around this year. Mm-hmm. So that coupled with their new quarterback, Carson Wentz, who I'm definitely down on after watching him last season so often, I agree. I think uh, this team is definitely going to take a dip. I did have one prop bet on here for Terry McLaurin to go over his receiving mm-hmm. yards, thinking that he, Wentz is going to look to him early and often. And uh, I expect that he's going to have a lot of catches and a lot of yards this year, because they're going to be down.
1: They often. are. Jahan Dodson's a pretty good player, too, a rookie. Um, yeah, and and look, it's just the turnovers. That's why they lost. I mean, that's why the Colts didn't make the playoffs, his turnovers and his bad decision-making late. So, But uh, the Giants, seven and a half wins. I don't know who put this together, but okay. Super Bowl long odds, NFC's plus 750. This team's bad. I, I, Brian Dable's a good coach. I think he's probably the best of the new crop, but this is on Daniel Jones again. I don't think he makes it. I like under there. It's a, it's interesting. I mean, they're not... They're in a division they could make some hay against the commanders and maybe sneak one out against here and there, and the NFC's not rich, but I guess I'm surprised at the win total.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean... they. I think it's a, it's a schedule. Mm-hmm. It's a schedule thing for them, you know, playing in the NFC. They're also going to get the extra home game this year. We, we should have touched on that from the top. All the NFC teams get nine home games this year. Right. So, um, and you know, I think it's the day will bump, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how he performs with his new quarterback, Daniel Jones under center. Cause I like you and not very high on him, but, um, I do think they're going to have some value week to week, much like the Texans. Right,
1: right, right. All right, let's look to my division, the NFC North. Uh, you got the Packers, you know, obviously 10.5 wins, Super Bowl plus 1,200, NFC plus 500, and they're minus 175 for the division. you, know, you got Rodgers, he was flirting with leaving, and he didn't leave again. Uh, it's kind of like every season, every summer it's like this. And I don't see how they lose the division. I mean, the Vikings maybe could do something, but... I just don't trust them to win the NFC. Unfortunately, they haven't done it when they were better. I think they actually didn't improve that much in the off season. So mm-hmm. they lost some weapons. They have no receivers for them. I don't even know what they got. A rookie, a couple of rookies that maybe do something, but you know, wide receivers. But it's going to be running the ball a lot, and they're just going to win games because you know Rodgers can make plays late. But I don't see them beating like the superpowers of the AFC or really the NFC even.
0: Yeah yeah i agree i mean the uh the lack of weapons on the outside is definitely going to be discouraging i think that aaron jones is going to get a lot of catches okay. and and uh, carries this season to fill those voids but um and defensively they're just kind of mediocre too i don't think that they really improved on that side of the ball either and so i'm with you i'm, I'm down on green bay although i haven't really played any futures bets in this division right
1: okay the vikings you know nine and a half wins uh kind of long Super Bowl 3,300 for the division, plus 235. They get a new coach as well, a lot of new coaches here. Um, I do think they improve. I think Zimmer was too conservative. I do think the offense wasn't the problem last year as a defense. It's funny because Zimmer took a defensive Mm -hmm. coach and they fell apart. They tried to get some new guys here. There's a lot of new blood on the defense. I think because of the division, they can actually do pretty well. Um, But it's, it's unknown, right? Nine and a half seems right about the right number for their wins. I probably wouldn't throw a long shot on the, on the um, division, but I think week over week they could be a team that could win some games.
0: Yeah, and offensively I think they're going to be incredibly exciting with the new coaching staff. I believe that they're going to be letting Kirk go back and throw just sling it all over. Yeah. So I think you're going to see a lot of scoring in these games, probably going to be an over team in my estimation. Right. And I think they're a dark horse too. Mm-hmm. I. I would consider a wager on NFC here with the Vikings at 14-1, to 1. and uh, I think that they could win this division, too, at 235.
1: They can. it certainly can. You know, we'll see maybe. And, again, look, if something happened to Rodgers, the Packers could just crater. I mean, that, that could. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they don't have backup. back know. Up, we know, okay, whatever, Jordan Love, unproven, I don't think he's going to get it done. So huge differential difference maker there. Okay, your hometown Lions now. Um, you might be indie and you have a Colts mug, but you know, you were on Team Lions a lot last year. Are you six and a yeah. half wins, you've been watching hard knocks, you know, plus eight hundred for the division. I'm not buying it. Uh I, I like that they're playing more and it seems like, you know, Campbell's got all these guys and tough guys. I just gotta believe it when I get, you know, I mean I they probably will jump the bears. That's not saying much, but do you think the Lions can actually Get to that 7 8 win mark and eclipse this win total?
0: I think they could, but I think it's a little bit inflated because of the hard knocks effect. Yeah. And, uh, you know, six and a half over, juiced over, too. So, um, looks like that is trending closer to seven, but I certainly won't be playing the season win total by any means. I do think, though, week to week, they're going to have some value this year, depending on the numbers. I expect that a, a few of them, at least early on, are going to be depressed a little bit be, just because of that hard knocks bump. But ultimately, they're going to be exciting on offense. They have the rookie wide receiver, Jameson Williams, mm-hmm. who's I'm excited to see play. And then Aiden Hutchinson on the defensive line. I think that they're going to be improved on both sides of the ball. Right,
1: right. Um, he does look good, by the way. He looks like a real deal. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's not that I won't root against them or anything, except for the Bears, but... It's, you know, Goff, maybe he's a little better. Yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. Let's get to my Bears. Six and a half wins, long odds, NFC longer odds, uh, plus 1,600. Um, they're not going to be good, but at least they made the full suite. They got rid of the GM, got rid of the coach. yeah They kind of cleared some of the salaries, getting rid of Mac and all these guys. I mean, Keem Hicks, the problem is they're going to be bad. Um, I do see, you know. Stay away, but until you know, I'm a beloved fan, so I think it'll be right neck and neck with the Lions. But I'm sure that you know you got under six and under five and a half. Just you gonna go under four, under five now. And get the next bet.
0: I should, yeah. I'm trying to get as much money down against the Bears as possible. I also have let's just looking it up. The Bears have the worst regular season record at eight to one. So Ooh. I like that one quite a bit okay. too. I think it's going to be a battle between them and the Falcons.
1: The Falcons are pretty but bad. And I'm that's really... in the NFC or that's in the whole league?
0: The whole okay. league. Yeah, worst regular season record. So I think uh, I think Justin Fields is going to have a, a long season, getting pressure in his face again, and he's going to have a really hard time back there just keeping the ball and play, to be honest. And uh, I like the Bears to to do very little work this year. Okay.
1: There you go. You heard it, Bears fans. You know where to direct your anger and your hate on the, the tweets. Um, <laughs> well, let's do the NFC South now. Um, we've got the Bucks and Tom Brady's new face at 11.5 wins, uh, plus 900 for the Super Bowl, plus 375 for the NFC, and minus 275 for the NFC South. So the heaviest favorites for the divisions, and also the number, the top favorite for the NFC, which is kind of interesting. I kind of find it weird. I mean, I you got Tom Brady. That's the reason they got weapons, you know that team. But the offensive line is depleted, uh, to say the least. And you have obviously lost Bruce Darians. Maybe that's good. I'm not sure. I know there was some volatility between him and and Brady. So you've kind of had the ascension of Todd Bowles, who wasn't a great head coach, I admit. Yeah. Um, so there is room here. I I still think they win the division. Um, I know you, you probably like the Saints or something, but you you like them under the eleven and a half, but you like them to lose the division. Uh,
0: I I didn't make a bet on the division. I do think that the Saints are going to give them a run for their money, mm-hmm. but I, I I'm not going to be not going to line up to bet it. Um, I'm going to get at the Saints a little bit differently, but I do think that the Bucks win total is going to go under eleven and a half. Mm-hmm. And I I think it just comes down to Tom Brady and these distractions. You know, throughout his career, the edge that set him apart was his ability to prepare and be ready for all things that come at him. And whatever it was, surgery, uh, marital disputes, life issues, I think he said, his quote was, I'm 45, I have a lot of shit going on in my life <laughs> or something. Uh, that's only going to serve to uh, make his play worse on the field, and I think it's going to show in their wind department.
1: Okay. And I see that. I just, I don't know, and we'll talk about the Saints in a minute. I I don't know. I just, I think they're the, it's going to be tough to get past them in division uh and then obviously i don't think they're gonna win the super bowl but so it's really interesting it's just a betting thing that you know it's a an odds makers thing they have them so low but yeah we'll see you know i mean obviously gronk's gone we'll see we'll see if he can do it you know last year they they were really close to beating the rams they almost came back on them right um yeah but that's why i think the nfc it's, it's such a crap shoot to see who wins this this uh conference Okay.
0: I also uh, I took a flyer on the Bucks to miss the playoffs mm-hmm. at plus four fifty, figuring that if things go really south, Tom Brady could just say "F, F it. it" and and I'm out of here, and then they're going to be real. And you screwed. got the Blaine
1: Gabbard era starting. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. So the Saints are eight and a half wins, uh, plus four thousand for the Super Bowl, plus eighteen hundred for the NFC, plus two eighty five for the division. Look, I. You're going to have to make a case for me. So, Jameis Winston, of course, the quarterback. It looks like Kamara has avoided the suspension for now. He's going to get suspended probably next year. The defense has been good. But Sean Payton, great coach. I mean, Mm -hmm. Dennis Allen's a great defensive coach under Payton. Was not a good coach for the Raiders. Maybe that was the Raiders. So, you just think it's, hey, it's the same basic guys running the team. They're going to be fine. I, I just feel, I get a sense. It's, a, it's an intuition, if you will, actually. Okay. You know, Kamara acting out in Vegas, Jameis Winston doing whatever. I'm sure Michael Thomas is coming back. Is he going to be the same? I'm not sold on this team. I, I don't know why. I, I'm You've got him over the 7.5. That's probably fine. That's a good bet. But I don't like this team. I definitely don't make him make, him make the playoffs. A lot of people like him to make the playoffs, and mm-hmm. I just don't.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I took 7.5, a half, little extra juice, minus 150 to go over. But, I, I mean – for me, it starts with their defense. They finished third last year in DVOA, and I think they're going to be just as good this year on that side of the ball, and that's really what propels them uh, to to being good this season. And they also uh, fare really well against the Bucks. Every time they play them, they have the Bucks number, and I think that helps to elevate this uh, season wins as well. And then you mentioned it. For me, it's uh, not only Michael Thomas coming back, Surely not going to be the same wide receiver, but I think he's going to be a good security blanket for Winston. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, the rookie wide receiver out of Ohio State, I think, is going to be a game-changer as well. So I, I like their offense a little bit, despite the Kamara turmoil. Is that Olave? Who was the guy? I think, it, I think it's Olave. Yeah, I, I always get them mixed up between him and Wilson, where okay. they ended up. But I think Wilson's in New York.
1: Okay. okay, well, let's talk about the Panthers. I know that you're going to write them off immediately, but six-and-a-half wins... Division plus eleven hundred. Why do I like the Panthers? I'm gonna make the case for the Panthers. Here's All right. they had a good defense. They have a yeah. really good defense. They're they're very good. I don't think McCaffrey is gonna stay healthy. He never does. But <laughs> Baker's not a bad quarterback when he's healthy. He's okay. He's decent. They've had terrible quarterback play there. Mm-hmm. So why why are people just shitting on this team? I, I just believe that this team definitely gonna go over six and a half. I, I think this team could be as good as the Saints. I don't see why they wouldn't. Their defense is just as good. And it's just a matter of playmakers, which, yeah, D.J. Moore's fine. I don't really care about the outside guy. It's just you have a capable quarterback now. And people, obviously, Baker got moved for a variety of reasons, but he took a team pretty deep in the playoffs. If he's healthy, he's fine. If he's not, maybe not. Maybe he's a system guy. I guess that's this. but Matt Rule can coach, I think. Yeah. Uh, so – I like this team over. I like them as a sleeper. Maybe I'd do 1100 for the division, you know, just to go your counter because they're a long shot, but I don't I don't see why they're that much bad, worse than the Saints, for example.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's uh, 1100 is some pretty good value there. I wouldn't mind a little bet on that as well. I'm with you. I, I think, I mean, you saw the week one number. I don't know if you've been tracking it, but all summer long, the Panthers were three and a half point underdogs to Cleveland in week one. And you get Baker being named the starting quarterback and then obviously the Deshaun Watson news. And now the Panthers are two-and-a-half-point favorites in that game. So a massive move mm-hmm. on them in week one. And uh, I agree. I think Baker is going to be good for this team, a little bit of a steadying presence under center, and I think uh, that's going to bump the wide receivers as well. Uh, DJ Moore is, and a couple of the younger guys out there on the outside. And um, I think the Panthers could be a dark horse. I like them week in, week out, and eat.
1: Okay, there you go. There you go. Um, Now the Falcons. This is your... (laughs) Oh, the Falcons. Uh, Four and a half wins, really long odds. I don't know if that's the longest. not quite the longest odds for the Super Bowl, plus 3,000 division. They're bad. Mm -hmm. You got Marcus Martin, the 2023 draft, likely. Um, It's going to be an interesting season for them. Their defense was really bad. So any... Bright clouds, anything for the Atlanta fans? now that they can go to the games down there anyway.
0: No, I have no bright clouds. I think Corderell Patterson was a nice story last year, but even he's going to be worse this season in his little role. And uh, Mariota, I have no faith in either. So, I, I mean, Ritter could be a cool story. I, just, I, mm-hmm. I predict that Ritter is going to be a starting quarterback before the season's over. I agree. Um, but there's just nothing good about the Falcons.
1: Yeah, and, and that's good. They should play Mariota a couple of weeks and then put Ritter in, and he'll take his lumps and see if he's a pro quarterback because he was solid at Cincinnati, but obviously a third-rounder or whatever. So, yeah, it's going to be a rough year. I, You know, the coaching staff, unproven, too. So mm-hmm. I was jumping to the NFC West, I guess maybe the second-best division. Maybe. It's kind of weird now. Yeah. Uh, the Rams, 10.5 <laughs> win total. Super Bowl, plus 1,100. NFC, plus 475. And then the Vision, plus 130. So, look, I find it hard to not see them making the the NFC Championship game. Unless Stafford gets hurt. He's had elbow issues lately. Mm -hmm. Um, They're they're running it back with most of the same guys. You certainly could get injury issues with some of the free, like the veteran defensive guys or even a Cooper Cup. Plus 130 for the division. I mean, that seems like a given now. I, I, I don't know. It's weird because we'll talk about 49ers in a second. I just... What are are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I agree that, uh, you know, I mean, I don't expect that they're going to have any tough challengers, whether it's the Niners or the Cardinals, certainly not the Seahawks. So given their opponents in this division, I think the Rams are certainly going to rise to the top. But I I expect they're going to be a little bit worse than last year. Uh, You mentioned the Stafford injuries. I think that's definitely Mm -hmm. a concern for this team. And they lost Robert Woods, too, in uh free agency. So I think that is going to ding them quite a bit. Um, And defensively, you know, they're aging as well. I'm with you. I think this is a team that's going to drop off. I'm not going to be betting the win total or anything like that though. Right. Right.
1: So now the 49ers, interesting team. Nine and a half wins, Super Bowl plus 1, plus 1,600, NFC plus 750 and the division plus 165. So Trey Lance, obviously, doesn't even have the confidence of the coaching staff um, because they restructured Jimmy G's contract to mm-hmm. keep him as a backup, which was smart, I thought. Um, Lance didn't look great in the, the Texans game in the, in the preseason, but that's just preseason. Everybody was saying, at least at least in fantasy circles, and I mean the 49ers have a great roster. They have a great roster. Well, guess what? If you have a quarterback that's never played and hasn't played well even in college at throwing the ball, what are you going to do? It's the NFL. I, I mean, not that I'm against them, because I love the Niners in general. I wanted them to win last year, if you remember. Yeah. But, you know, it's very interesting that the Jimmy G thing, of course he, he's getting paid decent money to sit there and smile and look good for the cameras. At what point do you think they flip the switch and give it to Jimmy? Is it like three losses, four losses? Because there's obviously a sense that they could win the Super Bowl if, if, if Lance, you know, goes full Kaepernick and plays great, maybe. But... He's not usurping the title. When, when Kaepernick came back in years ago for Alex Smith, he grabbed the job, Yeah. right? This hasn't happened for him. So what are your takes?
0: Uh, I agree. I think uh, I don't believe that Trey Lance is the answer for this team. And clearly that there's some folks in the building who have that small level of doubt in their minds as well because of the Jimmy G moves that they made or did not make. And, uh, I think it's just hard to see a team with a quarter, an unproven quarterback like that going out and winning 11 games. And mm-hmm. for that reason, I bet them under 10 this year. And, I, you know, I think there is a chance that Jimmy B, Jimmy G does come back and start at some point. But if they make that move, surely they're going to have to just dump Lance. Because if you go to Jimmy G now in the middle of the year, Lance is going to be completely shot.
1: Correct. It's a tough situation. And what they should have done is just traded Jimmy. Yeah. Gone with it. Right. But they were trying to be cute or whatever. They weren't going to release him because he probably would have gone to the Seahawks or something, right? But it's just a lot of turmoil. And as good as that defense is, at some point you've got to put up points because there's too much pressure on it. And you've seen this many times over the years. And the Bears used to be like that all the time. Yeah. Um, so I'm not fading them 100% in games like game over game, but. I can't get on the futures market, even though they, they've got some value, right? Um, so, all right. So Cardinals, eight and a half wins, Super Bowl plus 4,000, NFC plus 1,800, and the NFC West plus 350. The other team I'm not sold on action, the Cardinals. Uh, they did restructure or extend Carla Murray uh, with this weird caveat. He was supposed to study film, and then that got out in the public and apparently has a very weak ego, and then they pulled it back. Um, look. Hopkins is out. He's going to miss six games. And uh, I just don't think they'll make the playoffs this year. But maybe maybe I'm wrong. I just think they didn't get any younger on the D yeah. and they needed to. And, I mean, they traded a lot for different players, obviously, Hopkins included. So what's your take?
0: Yeah, Marquise Brown now on the outside to mm-hmm. kind of help fill the gap there while Hopkins is suspended. But I have concerns about this whole Kyler Murray saga. I think there are just red flags all around it just starting with his mind, you know, clearly that, you know, first of all, (laughs) the need to actually write that in a contract is a red flag to begin with. And then the whole turmoil when it got out and upset him was just another level of it. And in either case, it disappoints me because he's my dynasty quarterback. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, uh, you know, defensively, I think I'm not so quite on the same page with you defensively. I think they're going to hold steady on that side of the ball. And yeah. obviously, Kingsbury has proven that he can coach in this league. And um, although they usually tend to start fast and then fade out as the season wears on, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they start this year, given the fact that Hopkins is going to be suspended for the first part of the season. If they don't mm-hmm. have that fast start, that could be very problematic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think they missed the playoffs. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, NFC's not that strong. And if they get the extra game, all that kind of stuff, they'll be they'll be in the mix. You know, they'll be in the mix. Like them and the Vikings, like and that to your, the Saints or something. Mm-hmm. All right, last team, the C L C Hawks. Sorry, Ridgeway, five-and-a-half wins. Uh, no Russell Wilson. This team stinks. So is this a team that, you know, could surprise us? I think this team is abysmal. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I think they're going to be worse than the Bears and not worse than the Falcons probably. But you got no Russell Wilson. The quarterback situation they're starting Geno Smith. I mean, wow. And their defense, I mean, they lost Bobby Wagner to the Rams. I mean, they got their like spiritual leader that gone. I mean, I'm surprised Pete Carroll stayed out. I mean, I know that they he's probably an egomaniac or something, but five and a half I'll tell you one thing, Matt Stanford says, lay all your money on the Seahawks against the, the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> but um any any glimmers of hope for Ridgeway and the and the the twelfth man.
0: No, not not on the Seahawks <laughs> in general. I think that they could be a good under team because mm-hmm. uh, defensively, I think they're going to be pretty stout, and I don't expect whether it's Geno Smith or Drew Locke playing quarterback that they're going to score a lot, so that's one uh, note I put by their name is to look at playing them under most weeks. Uh, outside of that, I don't really have much to say about them. I think that uh, it's a team that's going to be last in this division pretty much 90% of the time.
1: Right, right, for sure. All right, so you don't have big predictions for the NFC. I just kind of see this. Well, Rams would have to stay healthy, but to me, they're the real favorite. I was surprised the Tampa's a favorite, mm-hmm. and maybe I go on a dark horse like a. I can't believe I'd say this, but Philly in the in there. Um, I mean, certainly San Francisco, if they played Jimmy G, they have a chance. But it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to predict this this conference.
0: Yeah. I don't really have any interest in any of the teams out west, but I'm with you. I think if I were to be making a, a NFC wager, it's going to be either Philadelphia at nine to one or the Vikings at fourteen to one, because mm-hmm. I think this conference is going to be completely wide open, and uh, you would be good to look at the longer odds down the board.
1: Right. All right, and then Super Bowl, you're not making any bets, it sounds like, for futures, but I, I do like the Bills win it all. I've already mentioned that. Um, certainly think it's going to come out of the AFC this time, but you never know. I mean, the Rams did pull it off last year, maybe not surprisingly, but this is a transition. This is, you know, maybe a different turn. I'm hoping the Bills win it. If, if, you know, Kansas City could win it, wouldn't be too sad about it, the Colts, uh, but, you know, definitely think the Bills are the team for me.
0: I actually, uh, I didn't mention it when we got there, but I did make a bet on Josh Allen to win MVP at 7-1. to I think that he is going to be clear-cut. I mean, well, he is the favorite, obviously, but I think those number those odds are pretty good for him because he's going to have a stellar season and uh, can still win that bet, even if they fail in the playoffs. And uh, for me, I, I'm betting the Colts. I mentioned it earlier. I got them at longer odds than they are now, but I still think that there's value on that team because of the division that they play in. And mm-hmm. I, I think that Matt Ryan is going to bring them to another level offensively.
1: There you go. We've heard it here. I like that too. I like the Colts as well. Um, but Bills, I think I'll beat them. That'll be a good matchup. Well, let's uh, end. It's been a long, long record here, but uh, let's do, let's go over what we're doing for the season and everything. We, we, we will generally do Thursday evenings. I may have some complex action. I'll do my best. Okay.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, Thursday evenings, because we get the Circa contest, which we're going to enter on Friday or Saturday this week. Um, you know, because they're going to come out their odds on Thursday so we can make our bets and picks by Saturday. So this year, actually, the, the circuit contest is guaranteed $6 million in prizes, uh, and they're going to pay out the top 100 with top five quarterly each month. Now, we've already said this could be good for us, actually. Uh, if you look, there hasn't been that many entries so far, and they've yeah. got another six days. But last year there were over 4,000 entries, 44087 I think is what we called it. And before the podcast, maybe it's live, live. Act, let, me, let me refresh my screen. There are 2782, 2782 entries at this moment. Which means even if they get to 4,000, I mean, what can you say? Derek Stevens is paying another two million dollars out of his pocket to cover the difference. So. Mm-hmm. In the years past, we haven't gotten to the top 100, that's for sure. But we did get up to 50, almost 58% last year, tied for 559th. And the top 50 was 64%, which, man, that's so high. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Our target's 60%. Personally, I want to get higher, of course. But maybe if we can get to that 60% range, we'll be close to that top 100.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good number to shoot for. Um, it is nice that the payouts are increased to the top 100 this year. That certainly will give us a, a little bit greater chances to cash but i mean this contest is difficult (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's no doubt about it and i suspect that's part of the reason why we're seeing a little bit depressed numbers this year more of the money is going into the survivor contest which i think some laymen think that they have a better shot at which is probably true because uh hitting 64 percent is no easy task
1: that's right it is hard to do (laughs) But if
0: there's less entries, right, if they don't hit sure.
1: 4,000, they stay in that 3,500 maybe more like two year, like two seasons ago, uh, maybe we're getting better, you know, we'll see. We'll see yep. how it goes. Um, I mean, I, I, just, I don't have the cash, but maybe you do. Maybe if we have a big Friday night, we can enter the uh, Survivor Contest. I know some people have done it, and it's awesome. Same buy-in, $1,000, $1, mm-hmm. and then if you lose one game, you're out. But what are you going to do if you're going for the big bucks? That's also a $6 million guarantee regardless of the entry, so... Uh, good for Derek Stevens there. So last element, of course, we're doing the Vegas trip. We're we're out there Thursday. I get in about five o'clock local time. Actually gets in late, but we'll be there through Sunday. Uh, we're going to be at the Circa, you know, Stadium Swim Pool on for all the games on Sunday. If you're there, stop by. We have some VIP chairs. Say hi. Um, and then obviously we'll be out rolling dice, trying to win some cash. On, you know, Friday, Saturday, maybe even you know, I guess it'll be technically Friday when we we get out there Thursday night, when you get in action.
0: Yeah. So, I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I, we're both staying at Bellagio, but I expect mm-hmm. that we'll find ourselves at the Paris craps tables quite a bit too. <laughs> it's one of my favorite pits on strip.
1: Table 128. What was it again?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got to look it up. I wrote notes down. I think it's 1210. But anyway, right, right. they tend to move him around on me. We'll see where it's at.
1: They have to keep him away from action because he finds it and then he just crushes it. And they're like, oh shit, we got to move it again. Move it to the other pit. Um, But, no, that's awesome. I've actually been able to throw some dice between trips for once, sometimes successfully, sometimes not successfully. But um, to quote one of the guys that that I rolled rolled with in, I guess it was late May, when I was back out there, he's like, scared money don't make no money. That's
0: right. (laughs) Press, 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 and then press some
1: more. Press it. But we we don't have action. We don't have prime time, but we're going to have the schwa. You know, Dr. Dynamite will be out there with us. We'll have Night Ranger, of course. Melissa's gonna be there, so that's your real good luck charm. That's why you're, you know, looking so good. So we're hoping everybody will just, you know, rising tide carries all boats. Let's 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 throw some dice and win some money.
0: That's right. <laughs> and football picks.
1: <clears throat> yes, of course, of course, no doubt, no doubt. All right, well. Thanks for following us. Uh, follow us at Side Action Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. Follow me at Wexpool on Twitter and Instagram.
0: And follow me on Twitter at 31s Roberts.
1: All right, we'll catch up to you later this week. Thanks, everybody.
0: That's a wrap for this episode of the Side Action Podcast. We appreciate all of your listens and thank you for joining us. We'll see you all again next week on Thursday for some more hot picks and side action.